My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Hunter. I'm Josh. Star. Wow, we we actually all said our we, names we at the correct time this week. Wow, overlap, amazing. Wow, this week in news besides the trailer for Mando um, season three, which we did a breakdown for it yesterday. It's on all streaming platforms. Go and check that out. Uh, there is also the announcement of the uh, of all. Not all of them, but but some of the directors for season three of The Mandalorian. And then we have the newest episode of The Bad Batch that just came out today. Uh, it uh, it definitely was a world-building episode. It also did um, it did give us more time with Tech, Wrecker, and Omega. And we also uh, kind of went back into that. It, it wasn't pod racing, but it definitely felt like it was paying homage to it. It also did pay uh homage to uh the the movie american graffiti and the movie thx which that was some of george lucas's first early projects i'll definitely talk about the easter eggs on that uh but let's get started with the breakdown josh awesome all right so uh this episode is titled faster um why (laughs) uh do you guys have any initial thoughts on the episode from uh what you saw to begin with before we start breaking it down do you guys like this episode? Did you enjoy it? I felt like it was definitely a uh, a nice pace after our last episode of it being quite an emotional downer to where we're here. I, and it's like a fun episode. Yeah, I, re- I definitely really enjoyed it. It was a very abrupt shift from the tone of last week's episode. And in a way, like I kind of wish they continued last week's storyline because i want to know what's happening (laughs) there but at the same time i did enjoy this episode for sure yeah Yeah. i definitely enjoyed it as an episode as well like hunter said i mean i'm always going to be the person that says i'll enjoy a episode more if it has crosshair in it so you know there's always going to be that from me um but i liked the world building and stuff um i felt like um getting to actually section people off from the bad batch was kind of fun to see more mm-hmm. screen time for like individuals. Yeah, it's it's been interesting that we've been splitting them off this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, for this episode, we have Tech Wrecker and Omega, um, and they are basically getting a uh, go to a um, a for what it's called for their. It's not a pod race; it's uh, riot racing. Riot race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we have a full riot hard. racing um, uh, place. So. Uh, what, what did you think of uh, seeing that we were getting racing back for Star Wars? I was I was very happy with that. <laughs> I think they were sh- uh, shooting for the early stages of what we see in the Resistance show because all the way in the, in the Resistance show, it's just like that, but it's with full-out ships, and, and they go through like a racing course. And I think they slowly kind of eased out of um, of pod racing through the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though pod racing was supposed to play a part in The Last Jedi, and they actually did build a set with a couple of pod racers in The Last Jedi, but we never got to see it. I really hope that maybe one day that we do get to see the stuff in the pod racing that was supposed to be in The Last Jedi. That's just me. But I loved pod racing. I loved playing uh, the old games. I thought the old games were fantastic. I think it, w- I, and actually, I think the games were probably w- were probably one of the first ones where you could actually design your vehicle uh, and 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 go and race. Uh, because I remember um, not just Anakin's pod racer, but just having like of going through every single alien in there. And not all the aliens are canon in, anymore in that game, but I just remember playing against my siblings. We just had a blast. Yeah, that was definitely the first thing I thought of too the episode one pod racer game playing on Nintendo 64. And there was especially the tunnels and stuff, those neon signs, the same aesthetic vibes and stuff. And it, it was just fun to, to be in that environment again. The whole world building thing is awesome. Cause it's, 
Like when you can tell when an episode has good world building and it just feels right, like it feels Star Warsy, and I think mm -hmm. this episode hit that on the nose. Yeah, I I was gonna say the same thing about world building, where it feels like even just down to the details of like what they put on the walls and the art mm -hmm. that they use and the tones that they use, the colors. Like I love talking about animation. I'm gonna always bring it up, but yeah. their mm -hmm. specific colors they use really got you into that episode one feeling of like even though they didn't use the same course, really did a good job of just setting your world to go in and be like, wow, we're at a race. This is the kind of gritty Star Wars that we all know. Like mm -hmm. they did a really good job with that. Um and I, I noticed that immediately when they showed up on that planet. And I was like, this feels so Star Wars. Like they did a really yeah. good job just sucking you in. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, and then continuing in the episode, Sid uh, basically introduced, uh, introduces their racer. Um, so the racer that they have in the race is named Teo. So what did you what did you guys think of uh, Teo's little introduction? As, I, as an interesting droid. Well, I thought it was very interesting because uh, uh, because of Tech was acting more like a droid in this episode, and and uh, and then and then Teo was acting more like a um, like a very uh, cocky racer, where um, and it was more human like than droid, and he. And he, I, I think it did use the word that that he that he acts on he acts on instinct um, uh, sometimes, and he was just not acting like a droid. He he was not your normal like droid, and I thought that was a very interesting take um, uh, on on different droids that we see in Star Wars because you've also got K two S O that's also not your your normal droid, and he shows emotion and. And Teo showed a lot of emotion in this, and the fact that he gets just beaten the crap out of so many times in this too is also kind of funny. Um, be because he talks up game on how he's this great racer, and then he just keeps getting squashed. So I think it's funny, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that is one of the things that I wanted like later in the episode to when they're like, I have my racer. How funny would it have been if it was like Sebulba? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so continuing the episode, uh, they basically get down to the racing pit. They're talking to Teo and, uh, we get one of the other racers, uh, basically their team leader, um, comes in, I believe it is, I forget how to pronounce his species' name. It's Dewutin. Dewutin. His species was also seen first in Force Awakens. Uh, but fun fact, he is um, he's voiced by Ernie Hudson, uh, who was in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And I yeah. thought that was awesome. I thought that was a that was an awesome voice cameo. And and the fact that we also had Ben Schwartz um, uh, do the voice of Tail was also cool. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing more voice cameos in uh, in Star Wars because I, I remember when they had David Tennant um, do the voice of the Jedi um, lightsaber yeah, builder droid. Yeah, I, I loved that. I loved that um, that that he came in, and there actually was that same type of droid that was seen in the Ahsoka trailer um, over at Celebration. So maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe David Tennant comes back and does that voice, and it's the same droid. Who knows? But I would love that. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, continuing with the episode a little bit, so um, he basically proposes that uh, a bet between the both of them um, that uh, his racer is going to win over Teo's, uh, and then Sid basically is just like, "Hey, you know, uh, I'm totally down for this bet. We're definitely going to win on our side." So. Uh, what, what did you think of their introduction of their little uh, side of characters? I 
at first it seemed like there wasn't really any personal history there at all between Sid and I forget the tall guy's name, but it just kind of seemed like he was a, a thug who kind of was the, the crime boss around there. And he was just bullying Sid into a better whatever. But we obviously find out later that they have some history there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious with like, at the beginning of the episode, she says she needs a security detail to come with her. But she never says what she specifically needs them to do or what she Mm -hmm. is doing going there. And you can infer that she's going to maybe just like watch the race. But that doesn't seem very Sid-like to just be like, I'm just going to go watch it. So it makes me wonder with him showing up at that point in the episode, like, what is she, what is her angle? Because she can't just be there to just watch a race, but she never discloses that. So when he shows up, I was initially like, oh, maybe he's just a thug but then i was like wait she is here for a specific purpose like she can't just be here to watch you know and Mm -hmm. so that made me be like wait what did she already know that made her go like yeah i'll take that bet like so but i uh and because she because she knows him too that definitely hints at her having a dark past and i'm really curious of what she did be um because that also kind of hints to me that she might do something in the future that might betray the bad batch and they might have to you know maybe go and 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 leave her and the planet and they might have to go find somewhere else which I'm fine with because we know that will lead to more world building and we'll and we'll probably go to a different planet we've never seen before and they'll make a new hideout and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to think of what dark past that Sid had uh, because I, it's definitely hinted at in 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 this. I think <laughs> we all probably assumed that she had a pretty shady history. Oh yeah, just being on Ord Mantel and running whatever operation it is that you want to call it. But it's, yeah, like none of it's surprising, I guess, is my point. Yeah, that's like how you become like a hustler and uh, bar owners in this like crime world. So I'm assuming, yeah, her their past is pretty deep in uh, betraying people for financial yeah. gain, I would assume. I, I mean, just going to throw this in here. Sorry, <clears throat> Bosk, but she is a Trandoshan. And so I could see where she had some like slaver history since that's a Trandoshan kind of. Yep. That's very, thing. very true. Yeah. Uh, some of the things I wanted yeah. to. <laughs> some of the cool points that I wanted to point out, like for this episode, there's a lot more comedy in this episode. Yeah. Something yeah. actually got me like properly laughing because, like, um, yeah. Teo's comments are really funny. I also really liked how um, when uh, the Riot Racers are uh, scooting past, they shoot off some blaster fire. And oh, yeah. One of the <laughs> yeah. crowd members. And everyone yeah. like stares at the crowd member. He like falls down. And they just get back to it. <laughs> they just like, they, turn around like, okay. Yeah. They, uh, they, uh, they also say that that the racing company is, uh, is not responsible for any D- mm-hmm. The centigrations or something like that. The, the like, announcer nice. was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of good one-liners, like when he was introducing tech. Yeah, because of I, – I feel like all the racers, which which was also wild, because most of the racers were droids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some really cool droids. Yes. yes. And, uh, and, and they all had cool names. And, and then at the end it was like, and tech – and then everyone just went <laughs> silent. Yeah. So, I yeah, really so. loved the mix of droids they had racing. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved that they had an old commando droid. I loved that they yeah. had, like, it was just super cool to see all of the smattering of them. Because it's not just like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a racing droid. It was, like, really good world building. Yeah. Lots of personality in them, too, with their paint jobs. Yeah. Yeah, they look really cool. There was one droid that also had a callback to Attack of the Clones yeah. of of the C, yeah of the C of the C three PO body swap, and I thought yeah. I, I I thought that was a cool callback. I would also like to point out that I think they also um, had this racing episode 
uh, to kind of pay homage to, like I said earlier, to George Lucas's kind of early, um, to his early works because his early movies uh, definitely had involvement with cars and um and trains cars that's yeah that was his thing yeah so i i loved how they kind of brought that back into animation and they were kind of hinting at that yeah Uh, and just having racing and star wars is just cool in general i i remember seeing pod racing for the first time and i'm like this is awesome like why is this not a thing like Mm -hmm. I, i would love to you know i i would definitely go to races like that where where they would come on through and and the guy would just be oh here's a wrench and throw it behind him and just just blow up another pot racer be like, oh that's so cool uh and i i i love how it's pot racing but it's evolved uh i a part of me wishes that it was pot racing but i feel like maybe pot racing kind of got outdated over the years um, i think it's fair to also just throw it out there from a world building standpoint that there's more racing than just pod racing too. Yeah. Like we have NASCAR and formula (laughs) one and all that kind of stuff. I feel like in star Wars, there's going to be even more types of races. I know, but it's pod racing, man. It's classic. Now Um, this is pod racing. This is pod racing. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, continuing in our episode, we have our uh, our little race going on, uh, the, the wager race. Um, we get a bit of a Chekhov's gun of the three tunnels and deciding which one to go down. We have one that is crossed off like they shouldn't be going through it, which is pretty funny because that's also a, like it has like the same blocking piece that it does in um, Phantom Menace. So I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing on. Uh, basically, uh, Teo's entire ship gets destroyed after they pull off a little maneuver. The two racers pull off a little maneuver to uh, knock him out. Um, yeah, so uh, going forward from this race, they end up, uh, yeah, they fully end up losing. So, so it's completely like, oh, geez, uh, I've got myself into something like really, really bad at this point. So, um, this is basically our inciting incident. Um, do you guys think that they were going to be able to repair him from the beginning? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I, I guess Tech is just immediately going to I kind of figured him. that Tech would take over right then. Mm-hmm. They hinted at that at the beginning of the episode with mm-hmm. the sassy back and forth between Tech and Teo. So I saw that coming, and I didn't expect... Teo to come back even for the short amount of time that he did i think the way that that he gets brought back and 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 it's just like i'm gonna win this race you have no idea what you're talking about and then he just gets hit like just full out and 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 just explodes and uh that was my favorite part of the episode (laughs) (laughs) 100 percent I uh, I did like his character. I like hope it's not the last time we see him, but you know who knows. But yeah, tail. Yeah, I so. Oh um, how did you all feel about the about his personality? Um, the uh, way that he acted more human than he did a droid. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. Like Josh said, it was. It had comedic value, which was a nice change. Yeah, Start. I mean, I I enjoyed that he was more human. Uh, his personality was funny, but it was annoying because he was, like, mean to tech. But it wasn't annoying yeah. in a way that I didn't like it. It was like, you were supposed to be annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, you were yeah. supposed to be like, no, don't say that to tech. You know, so, like, yes, he yeah. served his purpose mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, continuing um, on with the episode, we have uh, the character come in, their, their second team to come in and collect on Sid's uh, little bet wager. Um, but yeah, since she's like, hey, like I'm, I'm good for the money, so she definitely doesn't currently have the kind of money that they need. Um, so we have Omega basically step in and be like, hey, you know what? 
we'll 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 get get them all fixed up. We'll we'll do a, a second race, and uh, it's a double or nothing bet, which was pretty interesting to me because I was like, mm, okay, um, but yeah, then then they're like, hey, we're gonna take Sid as collateral for now, and then they keep have uh, the the second team's leader uh, basically ends up having a conversation with uh, Sid, which was pretty interesting. That uh, it's it's hinting more at Sid's backstory, and I I wonder I really want to know if we're gonna get more of her backstory. Mm-hmm. It's definitely interesting for me. We probably will, or at least more depth to her character in general. Mm-hmm. Up until now, she's really just been the person who assigns them missions. You know, mm-hmm. she's been the video game character that you come back to after yes. you complete a mission <laughs> yes. and then give you another one. <laughs> Um, which is a great role for her. I I liked that they eventually ended up pointing out that, you know, she gets you in a lot of trouble. And this is not the first time that you've had to, like, pay for some mistakes that she's made. Because that kind of opened her up, I think, a little bit as a bigger piece of the plot. Um, you know, rather than just, like, not addressing it. And I really mm. like that they pulled that in. And it's like, ooh, yeah, she's gotten the batch in some, some sticky spots. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, continuing on with the episode, they end up uh, actually being able to. Well, Tech actually ends up being able to repair um, uh, Teo, and I, I I did laugh at the whole like I have no arms and legs joke. <laughs> that was funny. I did laugh at that. Um, I also really like his animation. He's got so many different moving parts, and like his like, hands completely spin around, mm-hmm. his face completely spins. I was like, wow, that's really cool. He cut uh, his. In a way, his body reminded me of a of a car motor. If if uh, yeah, if, the the center yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, continuing on, as you were talking about earlier, Colin, of uh, showing how tech is super calculated, like he's a computer, and this uh, droid is basically night. No, it's all about feeling. All right, it's about the emotion you give to it and uh, it's skill. It's not about uh, analyzing everything. So yeah, uh, Tech's trying to analyze the course. They basically have end up having a full conversation and that is up until um, Teo gets hit by a, another um, little pod that goes by. I can't think of the movie, but that scene just reminded me of when uh, it's a movie that Brad Pitt is in. It's like at the ending, he's like standing there. I think if they turn it into a meme too of where like he's standing there and he just gets hit by a bus and then he hits another car. He hops off the other car and he hits another car and hits another car and then he falls to the ground Um, uh, because that just was just out of nowhere. I don't think I was really expecting it because they – I, I, it was also ironic because they just fixed him too. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> but I'm also glad that we saw um, Tech Racing be uh, because we're seeing more of his skills used and we're actually seeing more emotion coming out of him in these first couple episodes of the season. I did not think that the racing that we saw in this episode was going to happen on the planet that it is because from the trailers – uh that we saw i i thought that was happening on coruscant i yeah. I, I i didn't even think that was a race i thought it, like it, it was like a speeder chase or something mm-hmm. so i'm very uh, i'm 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 very happy that i just ended up being racing and stuff and now i'm more even more excited to see what to do in coruscant when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, continuing on the episode, uh, Tech ends up taking full control, like we all thought he would, and saying, "Like, hey, I will do the race now." So, um, we get this gorgeous animation of their whole race sequence. What did you guys think of their whole race sequence that they had? It was sweet. Yeah, it was really cool. I I'll go on about it a million times, but the fluidity with which they animate at this point is just mm-hmm. it's mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. 
I think the colors really made the race pop this episode too. Just the planet in general, there was a lot of vibrant colors and you could see that in the background aliens as well. But the colors of the speeders and all the neon stuff, it gave it almost sort of a Tron feel or like yeah. the, the Fast and Furious era where there's all the, the neon underglow for the street racers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I, it was just it's a visually interesting style to bring out in Star Wars, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, it's always really easy with animation to like animate crowds and have all of the crowds be mm -hmm. wearing brown you know and and they did not cut any of those corners <clears throat> and i loved that the walls were not just brown there was not just a speeder that looked like this there was there was everything like they cut like they went right in they're like we want to make you immersed yeah. in this world you've got this alien and that alien and we're pulling out the stops and that mm -hmm. just it was really really neat the the animation for Star Wars has come such a long way. Oh, yeah. Like I, I mean, oh, yeah. come Disney budget, baby. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Comparing it to the animation that we had for the movie in two thousand eight, to no, no, the original now. Clone Wars. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like two thousand. Okay, now, no, I actually did OG. like that. I, I, I did like the two thousand three animation. Though. I did too. I love um, it. <laughs> because that was the same as um, Samurai Jack. Um, yeah. That, like, Andy Tartakovsky. Yeah. And I just, I loved, I loved that animation. And I was really excited when they announced the Clone Wars movie and I didn't know what to expect. I guess the animation threw me off because at the time we never really saw any animation like that. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. fact that it was these characters that we knew from live action coming into you know this world of animation was very interesting uh but then you just fell in love with it like even more uh and for the people in michigan i'm not sure if you saw today but speaking of clone wars sounds like at motor city comic-con yes. we are getting uh we are getting arnold james taylor ashley ashley Eckstein, and uh and matt lanter and that's awesome I didn't know this yes yes that that's happening at at Motor City Comic Con May nineteenth through the May twenty first, which is also the weekend of my birthday. So it sounds like I might be going up to Michigan that weekend. Sounds like you should. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, have to. So, yeah, yep. So, but yeah, no, it's 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 just crazy to to think about how far of the animation has has come over the years, um, because it's it's just awesome. It's it it's. Not that it's like more live live actionish. It's the fact that we're that we're being even more immersed, and I think that just happens with every new animated show made by Dave Filoni, except Resistance. I I I could not do that animation, but that might just be <laughs> me. But yeah. Um. So continuing on with the episode, we get uh, Tech using his uh, smart boy calculations, and he ends up dropping his weapons. That he can boost and um, basically try to take over uh, the race. Um, then he ends up going through the tunnel, which I did laugh because half of it is completely destroyed. So it is a shorter way to get there. But he ends up using that he's a, a lighter weight um, ship now because he doesn't have any weapons. And basically glides in a circle along the uh, the tube to get mm -hmm. there. But the uh, the other character that falls him in doesn't really make it, and I have no idea where that ends up dropping off to. That was pretty funny. I was like, oh, guess he's just gone forever now. Yep. <laughs> well, they did put the warning on like on on the tunnel, so that's that's on him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, continuing on with the episode. They uh, they end up trying to pull the same kind of maneuver as they did for Teo. Um, uh, Tech ends up completely outdoing it. The uh, other racers end up crashing, and the the winner ends up being Tech. So, yeah, them end up ending up winning was pretty good. I did find it pretty funny after the race. So when they go to they go to meet, how the rest of them are just uh, the the other goons are like straight up ready to fight. <laughs> 
I do. I want to mention one of the goons, that Trandoshan punk. He was pretty sick. I enjoyed seeing him. I wonder and I think why. The trailers, we're going to see some more Trandoshans later as well. But Yep. Uh, and I think that's because of the stuff happening on Kashyyyk, right? Yes. Yeah. And I wonder if Sid could be involved in that. Mm-hmm. I also, um, it's, it's, it's awesome, but also terrifying because the trend, um, because of the Trandoshians and the and and the Wookies are kind of like a sworn, um, kind of like sworn enemies. I remember watching the episode. I, I believe it was what season season three, season four of where Ahsoka gets captured and then she ends up meeting yeah. Chewie and then the Wookiees mm-hmm. end up fighting the Trandoshians. Yeah. We're definitely getting that again, but we're going to be on the home world of the Wookiees. And I'm hoping to see full out action again in animation of where they're just r- r- ripping their arms yeah. off and just, <laughs> just going out crazy, but it won't hurt the Trandoshians that much because they back. can just grow back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. no um so continuing with the episode uh basically our uh, other crime boss ends up giving um them the, the our tech wrecker and uh omega a little bit of uh information and basically letting them know like hey uh you guys really stuck your neck out for her but she definitely wouldn't do it for you so it's interesting that we're, we're foreshadowing this so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing where that ends up going. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's the end of our episode. Fun, sweet, and uh, love the animation in this one. It was great, great fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you think about it, hinting that Sid may have ulterior motives about a group of stray clones that showed up one day and might be like using them. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Like who would have thought? Who like <laughs> they're not in a good spot, so they seem yeah. like pretty easy people to use, and so mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I I want to say about the episode that I think it's interesting looking at the first four episodes how little of Hunter we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like we focus the first two a lot on Tech and Omega and Echo. And like I know him in record and stuff, but I felt like we focused more on the other crew. And then yeah. episode three, and then now this episode, he's not even in it. It's really interesting having Hunter take such a big backseat. Yeah. yeah, that is an interesting choice. And I, I think before now, Hunter has been one of the main focuses. And part of it mm-hmm. could be that they're just trying to flesh out the other bad batch members a bit mm-hmm. and i don't yeah i think there's probably also reasons to emphasize the other batch members for for storytelling reasons like something's gonna happen later and it'll make more sense mm-hmm. or maybe we're gonna start to get another like other episodes that focus just on hunter and like next one might be just on hunter and echo or something i'd love that yeah well i just think it's interesting to see the switch from the last season and it makes me kind of wonder you know if like i don't know if it at all has to do with any kind of reaction they've gotten like i feel like everyone loves hunter so i don't feel like that's a yeah i'm just curious of like what why the choice of the first four when you're trying to capture people Mm -hmm. and not having hunter in it a lot Mm -hmm. just it's interesting yeah. I'm hoping that for next week's episode that we actually go to Kashyyyk and uh, and we start that journey there because I I just want to see Gunji man like I just want to see Gunji. <laughs> I, I I think both Star and I have other things that we want to see in Kashyyyk. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, <laughs> but come on, man! Like you both were there, like we saw. Like Gunji just pop up on the screen Look, and everyone cheer, I, man. I love him. I love that cute little Wookiee, but he was not what I was most excited to see in that trailer. Same. It was still cool. It was. What were you most excited seeing in that trailer? Uh, Gunji. <laughs> no. It was all of the clones. 
I was excited Honestly, to see Cody. Cody. Yeah, yeah. Was Cody. Yeah. Probably Cody. <laughs> Cody and more commandos. All of the stuff yep. happening with the Emperor too, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think we'll, um, we will definitely hint at some of the cloning stuff going on for the sequels and and possibly in the Book of Boba Fett, which we're also going back to Coruscant in the uh, in the new season of Mando. Yeah, which is surprising. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Uh, be because. This is something we definitely talked about too, but the Senate, I think, is getting ready to um, kind of switch over to the. Uh, Josh, help me out. Um, it's the planet from from Force Awakens that gets blown up. It looks like Coruscant. Everyone thought it was Coruscant, but it wasn't Coruscant. It's something Prime. Um, Halcyon Prime. Hasnian. Hasnian. Halcyon because nope. that's the. It has to be because it's not Halcyon. No, it's, it's something. Okay, because someone was like, "It's it's funny that we call it the the ship the same thing as what was blown up." So. No, I think Connor's right because I, I think it's Hazian Prime, but not Halcyon yeah, Prime. I, I wouldn't yeah. doubt. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, um, but I I think the first thing that popped in my trailer was, "Oh man, I I hope it's Coruscant," but I could see it being Hazian Prime because they are getting ready to move. That's that. a good point. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> Hopefully it's Coruscant because we all love Coruscant. That's... I hope it's Coruscant because, you know, we got to see a ton of it in the Clone Wars. But, like, since then, I was like, any chance that we can see more Coruscant is yeah. like a different time period of Coruscant. Right. Like, I want to see it. This will and... be a really interesting time for Coruscant because it's post-Empire and it's no longer the capital of the New Republic. Yeah. So, like, what are they doing? Is it just, I, right. I imagine it hasn't really changed all that much, but it's going to have a probably a different vibe to it. Yeah. I think we're also going back to Coruscant for a brief second in the game Jedi Survivor, because in that first trailer that, that dropped at Celebration, we saw a someone that looked like a Sith Inquisitor of some sorts uh, that was an office on Coruscant, like in, in some type of dark office in Coruscant, uh, which again, that game's coming out soon. We're so excited for that. Uh, but we we have the new directors for Mando Season 3 uh, that I wanted to talk about very quickly. Some of them are ones that have been on there before, like Bryce Dallas Howard. She's coming back. Uh, but but there's uh, and including Carl Weathers, which she's now very well known as the guy that let someone where a pocket watch in one of the in in, in the scenes in uh um and his episode that he directed which i think is hilarious um and do you remember when someone made a when someone made a mock above that for the 501st or no i i i i think it came on uh, april fool's day in i don't know 2021 i remember jeans guy but not yeah. the watch Oh well, 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 yeah. Because of he was wearing jeans, he like had the shirt and he had the watch. Oh, a wristwatch, not a pocket. Yes, watch. Yeah, 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 not pocket watch. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm tired. I do remember <laughs> remember jeans guy. Yeah, which they promptly <laughs> fixed. Yeah. Now, now all of your faces make more sense of why you were all confused. Ten four, not not pocket watch. I don't know what I was thinking, uh, but the. One of the new directors coming in uh, is Rick Famuwa, uh, who made the movie Dope. Uh, and then there's no also... Rick has been he's directed some of the past ones, I believe. Oh, yeah, I think really? he's been involved in both of the other seasons. What episode? Uh, let me look it up really quick. Quote yeah. it here. And then, uh, and then there's also, oh yes, yes, yep, yep. You are definitely right. He came back. Yeah. Uh, there's also, there's also Peter Ramsey, uh, who, who directed, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, because that, that movie was incredible and I'm excited for the new one coming up. And then there's also, 
Rachel Rachel Morrison, uh, who has directed um, a couple of things, including a, um, uh, including the Morning Show and the American Crime Story. Uh, but she, but she's best known for being a cinematographer for Black Panther. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I always love when we get new, like having different directors for every episode was a great option instead of just having it dedicated to one director doing the entire series. I found that to be really cool. You get everyone's little, little spin on things. So I've, I've enjoyed that. And and then we and then lastly we have Lee Isaac Chung, who um, who directed Minari, I think that's how you pronounce it, and he directed the uh, he directed the sequel to Twister, Twisters. <laughs> Never saw it, but yeah, <laughs> Can't say but. It. Yeah, but that's super exciting and i know we all want to talk about uh we what which we did break down yesterday but star and hunter what were your favorite parts and your um your theories about uh mando season three because the trailer dropped i liked seeing all the mandos like you know we've seen i mean that's probably the most generic response ever but i just like seeing all the different designs and being like oh cool (laughs) like that's honestly that's that was my favorite part. <laughs> I also love seeing all the Mandos. That's probably what I'm most excited for this season is the dive into Mandalorian culture. Yeah. Just because I've been a fan of that for forever with through Hell Commando books. Mm-hmm. I am also super, super pumped about all the droids that we saw in that. There you bar. go. There you go. I, I was gonna be like, I thought you'd be more excited for all the droids, man. Because uh... <laughs> Yeah, we got to see, I am betting that this is the first time we're going to see full physical B1s on set. Uh, This is also the first time we've seen an R9 astromech, which is the one that has, there's like a, I don't know what you'd call it, a a indented ring that goes all the way around. And then it's it's got some funkier panels and stuff, but an R9 series astromech that has never been seen on screen before um and then yeah that's it's i think it's gonna be some cool new thing i don't know it's just exciting i get jazzed up about droids you know me how how many are you gonna build from it did you start one already don't get me started i think that scene (laughs) of uh of where all the droids are sitting around was a future picture that was taken in hunter's garage that's Mm, yeah that is just gonna be i can only dream I agree. <laughs> uh, now, do we think that is Babu Frick's workshop on Navarro, or do we think it, that's the cantina on Moss Eisley? I don't think it's on Moss Eisley. I think it's going to be something to do with uh, what whatever Babu Frick's species is. Because have have has it been confirmed that we've actually seen Babu Frick, or is it just other yes, his yes. species? Okay. Yes. We um we so we actually the the first time we saw him was at the was at the Mandalorian Plus panel. Right, um, but I couldn't remember if it was actually him or just another droid mechanic of his. It was little frickers. Yeah. It it showed a uh, a a shot of just him and then the camera like kind of zoomed. It was like a different okay. shot. And then it showed a bunch of his species. Um, okay. just working on droids and stuff like that. Yeah. So so we I definitely are seeing it, him. It's going to be something to do with that for sure. Yeah. On whatever world that is, but I I'm excited to see it wherever it is. Cause there's a lot of droids that look cool. <laughs> oh yeah. How do you feel about more stuff for order 66? I, in both here for it and not sure if I am emotionally <laughs> ready. Jeez. Uh, Same. Yeah. And I also I, I'm really surprised to be seeing stuff about it in the Mandalorian. Like that's what I keep saying. Yeah. Too. Not that not that I not that I don't want it, but just yes. it's surprising. I just I wasn't yeah. The I this might be an unpopular opinion, but 
at this point, that is the only thing about Grogu that gets me excited is to the flashbacks to his past that are in the Clone Wars. <laughs> like, like, ooh, clones. I appreciate uh-huh. your honesty. Yeah. Hey, look, he's cute, <laughs> but yeah. you can only be cute and interesting for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I, uh, I got a feeling that we, I mean, I, I know that we'll probably find out who saves him. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, this is probably um, something that I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Mace Windu. Be, and the reason why I think that's Mace Windu is because that will maybe set up um, season two of the book of Boba Fett. And then he will be the main antagonist yeah. of it. That would make the most sense to me. And that would be a great way to bring Sam Jackson back into the yeah. world of Star Wars because he's been wanting to come back for a very long time, and that would be a perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. No. Just say. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I um, I think that's really everything for this week. There was not that much news um, besides the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm what? All right. So at the end of the season three trailer i mean i watched it again i'm still going on my theory from yesterday but you know the creature at the end where like grogu kind of shoves him out of the cave with the force what mm-hmm. creature do you think that is because i'm i'm thinking because there was a rumor a while back that um that there was going to be like a weird dark side-ish cross species of yoda that was gonna try and kidnap grogu with the like of the planet that they're on um and and that shot and if you look at the feet it looks very similar to yoda's feet except it adds like you know maybe one more toe uh but i i think it's going to be something new they tend to like to do that in all the new stuff introduce new species of aliens which i think is fine and i think it's cool i enjoy seeing new species but i think it's just going to be something new i don't know if it's going to be but like in book of boba fett that four-armed sand monster thing it's gonna. I have a feeling it's gonna be a monster of the week type deal, okay. like that. It was wearing a electronic mask, though. Um, Still, I think it can yeah. be just some monster being or whatever who's trying to stop Din and Grogu, and then okay. Grogu comes to the rescue. I would also like to see Cobb Vanth end up end up making a cameo in this as well. So then we just know he's alive because I, I I love Cobb Vanth. I thought he was a great character, and we know that that he was being being worked on uh, in in the end credit scene of the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I could see them saving it for season two of uh, for the book of Boba, but I think it would be great to see him. You know, maybe kind of. Kind uh, kind of walk through the streets of 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 Moss Eisley with Max Rebo because we know Max Rebo survived too, uh, and they just end up uh, walking through um, the. Really, I got no reaction out of any of you about my Max Rebo comment. That's probably the first time. Wow, uh, <laughs> we're used to it at this point, Colin. Yeah. Uh, well, I just know he's alive, man. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Look, he survived. He survived a sail barge. He can survive whatever anything. happened at the sanctuary. Exactly. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. And and from Josh, you don't say anything. How many limbs does Max Rebo have? Wait, who is that? Is that directed at you? Um, and Star. How many limbs does Max Rebo have? It's four. What? Yes, Star. Four. Yes. There you go, Josh. Is there no, a- it's not. He does not have two. That was the original design. Hunter, start back me up. That- yeah, no, that that is the design. He's got like his legs up like this, and yeah. he actually played. Yeah, right. And 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 George Lucas thought that that was way too complicated because they had three puppeteers doing that in, in Return of the Jedi, and they were, they already had four for for Jabba, and he was like, "That's way too much. Well, let's make it easier." And then they just and, and and instead of like three, they ended up doing one, and he ended up looking like this. And Josh's argument is, in the movie, you can't see yeah. his legs, so he's only got two legs. But my argument was that just because you don't see him, 
doesn't mean that they don't exist. True. I mean, you can't. You <laughs> might have six legs. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, we know. He could be for, like a snake under there. <laughs> yeah, he might not have legs. <laughs> I'm just saying it's because it's in the comic books that he has two. But we, we, <laughs> in the canon comic books, him and his brother both have two. But we know that. <laughs> We know that uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't maybe yeah, it's connected yeah, yeah. to that table. I mean, maybe you know, I'm just saying it's we, we just don't know. Okay, so anyways, uh here is all of the links <laughs> for everyone on the podcast this week. Um uh thank you so much. Uh thank you so much for being on Hunter and Star. Uh yeah, my Christian was sad that he wasn't able to be on this week, but he will be back. Um you can also catch us on uh, on on Patreon. Thank you again for everyone um, that is on a Patreon. We have a lot of content coming your way. We also have a lot of uh, new unboxing videos coming your way too. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Our new character of the week this week is the clone uh, is the clone oddball. Um, Love it. So that's super super exciting. Uh, we're also on Twitter uh, <laughs> at uh, at stuff pod. Yep, I'm lagging now, aren't I? No. <laughs> uh, you're okay, you're okay. You we are on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah, we're also on Twitch at uh, SW stuff uh, seventy seven. Um, and then basically, let me check on. Something. Uh, he's gone to go re reset the router. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for your expectations of what the next episode is going to be for that, uh, the Bad Batch, what are, you guys, what are you guys expecting? You want something more serious? Do you guys want something? I would like something more serious. At this point, I honestly have no idea because we went from serious. How many episodes here. are we getting? Like 22, is it like 22? It's a lot. Like, I thought it was 16. 16? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Because we have a lot of episodes coming, and I was like, I wonder yeah. how they're going to balance this. So it'll be interesting to me. I wonder if we'll have like a, a dual episode. So like we had what they, uh, uh, what uh, Tech and Wrecker and Omega was doing on this day, but also have what the rest of them were doing on the same day and see what, what was going mm -hmm. on. That'd, That'd be, be cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm pretty excited to see see where the show ends up going. I mean, I, I think we're all expecting something emotionally damaging, but <laughs> everyone's bracing for it. You back, Colin? <laughs> I guess he's still not back. Um, but hold on. Okay. <laughs> Back? It, yeah, yeah. It's 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 fine. It's fine. I don't know. It's all right. He's well, back. everyone. <laughs> well, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. May the force be with you, always.